we are in an ideal climate for growing just about everything. I mean, we really are one of the best gardening climates anywhere in the world. While this may be an ideal climate for gardening, I'm tackling some big challenges. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Thanks to Village Hearth for making this story possible. You can live large when you downsize at Village Hearth, a new active adult co-housing community coming to the Triangle. Village Hearth's North Durham location on 15 beautiful acres offers easy access to recreation, entertainment, and health care. Co-housing is a modern take on an old-fashioned village with big front porches and private backyards. You own your own home and a share of extensive common facilities. You work together to take care of the land and each other. A gardener's delight. Village Hearth will have over 10 natural acres to nurture. With private and community gardens, the possibilities are endless. To find out more, visit their website, villagehearthcohousing.com. While this may be the ideal climate for gardening, I'm tackling a big challenge. The land under our house was once a pine forest. Then it was cleared for tobacco, then cattle grazed on it, then vegetable crops were grown, and then it went back to forest. The wood was eventually cut and sold, and the cycle started all over again. Then town expanded, and this location ultimately was considered in town. When that happened, this land was worth more with houses on it than crops, so the owners sold to developers. Bulldozers came in and shaped the land, and now houses sit where crops once grew. During the construction process, the topsoil was removed, and our house now sits on rock-hard clay subsoils. So for the past four years, I've been on a quest to build up the soil in my planting beds. Now I've quizzed any expert who'll stand still long enough to talk to me about what I can do to improve my soil. One of those experts was Mark Wethington, author of the new book, Gardening in the South. I'm Mark Wethington. I'm director of the J.C. Ralston Arboretum at NC State University. You write about some of the challenges that we face here in this region. So what, what do you think the biggest problems are that people struggle with, if, if they're new to gardening or they're new to gardening here? doesn't matter where you're from. The most important thing is always the soil. And uh, the, the, the Triangle region, the Piedmont, we have a lot of clay soils which everybody complains about that red clay, but I always remind people that red clay is so full of nutrients. It's wonderful stuff if it isn't, you know, like concrete when it dries out. And so the key is, the key is add organic matter. If, if you're lucky enough to live somewhere with sandy soils, add organic matter. You know, if you have wonderful woodland humusy soil, add organic matter. It never hurts to, to add organic matter to the soil, but that's the biggest key. Um, I've been guilty of it. I know most gardeners have it one time or another. You know, you you have a new garden space, whether it's a new house, and you want to get gardening. So you start putting things in the ground and, you know, you're putting them in that, that awful clay. You're doing it in the spring, so it isn't that awful, or you're doing it in the fall and there's moisture in the ground, so you're putting them in. And what you really need to do is just wait and Get some, get some good compost, work it into your soil. Uh, you know, if you take the time to really get the soil prepped before you start planting, the rest of the time you garden, it will be that much easier. A couple of streets over, they're putting in the landscaping in some new houses. Huge trucks roll up and they're delivering plants and pallets of sod. And I started noticing these big yellow bags. 
They're about four feet square and they're full of dark, beautiful compost. The workers dig it into the clay soil as they plant. I was intrigued to learn that those big yellow bags of compost are produced by the same folks who grow the sod that's being installed. So I talked to Shannon Hathaway of Supersod, and she explained how Supersod, one of the largest producers of sod in the southeast, got into composting while trying to grow better grass. What we found was it's challenging to grow sod, and improving the soil is key to, to growing it successfully. Our vice president, Ben Copeland Jr., he started experimenting with different topsoil mixes, compost mixes, trying to find something that was the best growing medium for our sod. And he he came up with the, the soil cubed and started using it on the farms. It was doing so well, he started marketing it to some of the landscapers who were buying from us and say, hey, you know, I'm having really good success for this with this product. You, you guys ought to give it a try. And they came back and said, it's fantastic. And so, yes, we're interested. And at that point, it just took off and he opened it up to homeowners purchasing it too in our signature big yellow bag. So what our soil cubed compost is, it's a combination of grass clippings from our sod farms, wheat straw from our sod farms, and cow manure. We inoculate it with mycorrhiza and other beneficial organisms. And those are basically decomposers that are in there eating all the um, organic material and then excreting pure compost. Now, it sounds like you all are recycling what would otherwise Absolutely. be waste from your Yes, your and that was part of it. He was looking at these giant piles of grass clippings because we've got to mow that grass on the sod farms and, and looking at the neighboring farms cow manure and said, we can put these together. Um, we didn't invent compost. We just perfected our compost. At first, SuperSod used their compost just on their sod farms. But as Shannon explained, they soon realized that homeowners had similar problems with their soil. Our soil, some people are fortunate to have really good soil when they buy an older home, but if you have a newer home, the soil is compacted, most of the topsoil is gone, and it's very hard for anything to grow in that. If you've ever tried to dig a hole in North Carolina, it's not a lot of fun. Shannon didn't know it, but she was describing my situation. Newer home, no topsoil, hard to grow anything, just red clay. Clay soil is comprised of small particles, which can only be seen with an electron microscope. These particles tend to be flat, and they lay close together. It prevents water or air from circulating through it. That inability of water to easily flow through the clay soil means it can either become waterlogged or alternatively produce a rock-hard surface, which rain runs across rather than infiltrating. Adding compost improves the physical characteristics of your soil. It opens up space between the individual soil particles, which allows water and plant roots to move through it more easily. Adding compost to clay soil can help achieve that Goldilocks moment where everything's just right. Nutrient-rich soil, which retains moisture, but drains. Achieving the soil of my dreams takes effort. But around here, there's a lot of resources for learning more, which takes me back to my conversation with Mark. Ralston does a really good job of offering classes around compost and soil, and all the gardens around here address this. And we keep talking about it over and over and over again. So obviously, it's hard to get people excited about their soil because of the very thing that you mentioned. I don't want to mess with my soil. I want to go to the garden center and buy plants. How do you get your homeowner who's maybe not that into gardening 
or maybe they are. But how do you get the basic person started to get excited about soil? I mean, how do we get interested about that? How do you motivate people to care about the soil and not the pretty plants? Yeah, that's always a tough, a tough one. Um, you know, I tell people that that the only people who have green thumbs are the ones who've killed enough plants that they have created their own compost. Um, you know, it it really is, you know, just try and try and beat it in people's heads that it is it is the single best way to be successful in a garden and, and to have, make it easier on yourself. You have less weed problems. You have, you know, you don't have to water as much. You just, everything about it will make gardening that much easier for you. The real problem is a lot of people come into established gardens or they have done what I said and, you know, started planting things and, and, you know, it's too late to dig everything out and start over. And that's the tough part. How do you deal with your soils then? And we found that, that, you know, it takes longer, but if you apply compost every year, try and get it, mix it into the top couple inches of the soil, you know, the, the earthworms, the, the insects that live in the ground will start moving that down. And it's a slower process, but over the course of, of several years of putting on a couple of inches of compost every year and trying to work it a little bit into the top of your soil, you can, you can really significantly improve your soil. <laughs> Mark seriously overestimated my patience. You see, while our builder had amended the soil under our larger plants, they're basically sitting in clay pots. So when we moved in, I purchased some topsoil and got to work. Now, my mistake is that topsoil can be almost anything. And what I envisioned was not what arrived. So I still have a long way to go to improve our beds. I wish I had talked to Shannon before I started this process. There are no industry standards for what qualifies as topsoil. So you may get a really good, nutritious, rich soil, and you may not. There are industry standards for what qualifies as compost. Um, our soil cubed compost is 100% organic humus compost, and it's certified organic by um, OMRI, which is the Organic Materials Research Institute. I'm not a strict organic grower, but I shy away from adding chemicals to my garden, so I try to buy certified organic products when possible. Supersats also made the job of adding compost to my garden a little easier. Rather than having to make a bunch of trips back and forth to pick up bags of compost with my car, Supersat will deliver their compost to me. So our soil cubed comes in the big yellow bag, and that's a trademark. It is a big tarp bag that reinforced seams and straps, so it's easy to deliver, and it keeps it all contained. You can lash it closed if you're not finishing up a whole bag in one day. You can close up the top, keep it dry, and it doesn't make a mess of the driveway. I like that convenience and that neatness that appeals to me. Um, keeps it all contained. It doesn't run down your driveway and down the street and your product's gone, like if you're getting soil delivered and dumped on the driveway. Now, if only SuperSod could have drones scoop up the compost and dig it into my planting beds, that would be really, well, super. I love building a new garden but there's no one else to blame for mistakes. The successes and the failures, well, they're mine. But around here, there are a lot of places I can go to learn from people who are willing to share their expertise. You can find classes at SuperSod and the J.C. Ralston Arboretum about how you can improve your soil. It's the best first step to take in creating a great garden. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. You can find this and other episodes of our podcast on iTunes or on our website, trianglegardener.com. Thanks for listening.